Section 14F Conducting an Effective Interview Introduction Many Air Force positions require a job interview. Knowing how to prepare for and conduct yourself during this process can go a long way towards helping you get that special duty or some other much-coveted job in the Air Force. This section is designed to help you prepare for and succeed in conducting an effective Air Force interview. Purpose of Interviews So, you found a new job in the Air Force, one that requires special talents and experience, one that requires you to gather letters of recommendation, submit a resume, and provide copies of your last five enlisted performance reports, EPR, and one that requires you to sit through a job interview. If you've ever completed a special duty assignment or worked at certain headquarters assignments, chances are you've already sat through a job interview. However, for many airmen out there, the Air Force job interview is a new experience, one requiring preparation, practice, and perseverance. Before you set off for that interview, there are a few things you will need to understand about the interview process. First, you need to understand the purpose of the job interview. All job interviews are designed with one goal in mind, to find the right person for a particular job. As military members, many of you will sit through job interviews to get that special job or position you've been looking for. Understanding that employers may have to interview several members for the position should give you some respect for the process and help you understand that your goal in an interview is to convince the interviewer that you are the right person for the job. The second thing you should know about interviews is that they are a two-way process. You are not only interviewing for a job, you are interviewing the prospective employer to see if you actually want the job. Are you willing to spend the next two to three years of your career in this organization? Are you willing to work under the conditions laid out in the job description? Are you willing to make a permanent change of station for the position? There are a host of other concerns you should have in mind when preparing for the interview, many of which should center on your desire for the job and working in the new organization. Third, you need to understand that interviews are information-sharing events between you and the interviewer. Your job is to convince the interviewer that your unique knowledge, skills, and abilities are a perfect match for the position you're seeking. Conversely, the interviewer's job is to sift through reams of information gathered from numerous interviews and eventually match the right person to the position. The interviewer is basically asking each interviewee the same question. Why should I hire you? While all interviewees are also highlighting their particular skills for the job. Types of interviews. As you've just read, the purpose of the interview is to find the best person for the job. However, interviews can be conducted in several different ways. Face-to-face interviews. Face-to-face interviews usually take place in one of two formats, the individual interview or the panel interview. The individual interview may be the person who will supervise you or someone higher in the chain of command. Hiring decisions are often made based on this type of interview. Count on discussing your skills, experience, and training, and how they all relate to the job. 
A selection panel or board interview is frequently used when organizations are filling a managerial position. Usually three or more people sit on the board and all candidates are asked the same questions. A selection board interview usually involves more structured questions than an individual interview. This interview can be stressful because you have to answer questions from several people. Be sure to make eye contact with everyone on the panel. When answering a question, you should make eye contact with the person asking the question. Phone interviews. The phone interview is another strategy organizations use to select highly qualified airmen. In this situation, the hiring organization interviews applicants over the phone. These interviews are sometimes used to make first round cuts to the applicant pool. If you apply for a special assignment, chances are the location will be away from your current assignment. In this case, the hiring organization usually conducts the entire interview over the phone. In these situations, there are no second chances to make a good impression, and decisions are based strictly on the phone interview. Interviewing. Pre-interview preparations. One of the first things you need to do to prepare for any Air Force job interview is to carefully study the job advertisement or position description. This provides you with information on the particular knowledge, skills, and abilities for which the hiring organization is looking. What experience or skills are required for the job? Do you have the required experience or skills? Note the key responsibilities of the job and try to match your knowledge, skills, and abilities to those requirements. And you should make the connections now because you will be asked to do the very same thing during the interview. This first step helps you understand how your talents measure up to the requirements for the position you're seeking. The next step is to gather all required information and documentation for the application process. In many cases, you will need to submit past EPRs, a personnel report on individual personnel, a resume, letters of recommendation, and a cover letter. A targeted resume and letters of recommendation should highlight your particular knowledge, skills, and abilities, and relate them to the position for which you're applying. A cover letter should target one or two strengths not mentioned in your EPRs, resume, or letters of recommendation. One important aspect to consider before the interview is to conduct research on the mission and history of the hiring organization before the interview. Who are the commander and senior enlisted members of the organization? How large is the organization? What are the mission and vision statements? If you know someone who works in the organization, you should call him or her and ask some particular questions about the organization. Are there any mission changes in the foreseeable future? How many enlisted personnel are assigned there? Has the organization done anything noteworthy in the past two or three years? The more you know about the organization, the better job you will do of convincing potential employers that you care about the organization as well as the job you're seeking. When preparing for any interview, think about and write down your strengths and weaknesses. Identify two or three strengths that target the knowledge, skills, and abilities in the job advertisement. Next, identify one or two weaknesses that can be turned into strengths. For example, I'm detail-oriented, but not a micromanager. 
putting your strengths and weaknesses on paper, allows you to study and become intimately familiar with them and builds your confidence as you prepare for the interview. As you write down your strengths and weaknesses, develop specific examples that highlight your skills. You will be asked to provide examples of your experience during the interview. Developing examples before the interview can only help make the interview flow more smoothly. Use job descriptions and bullets from past EPRs to develop possible questions employers might ask during the interview. Remember, employers know exactly what they are looking for, and they are using the interview process to find the right person to fill the position. Put yourself in the interviewer's shoes and develop a set of questions you would ask if you were them. Then develop answers to the questions you just came up with. If your EPRs were sent as part of the application package, you can bet some of the questions will be targeted towards specific achievements highlighted. Include specific, concrete examples that not only highlight your skills, but also tie directly to the specific requirements of the job. Some examples of areas to concentrate on are 1. Problem-solving skills 2. Thoughts on Air Force transformation 3. Team-building skills 4. How you support the Chief of Staff of the Air Force priorities 5. Leadership philosophy 6. Ability to adapt and work in fast-paced environments 7. Handling criticism, and 8. Decision-making ability. Also, be able to answer the following questions. Why should I hire you? How soon can you report? If applicable, how does your family feel about the move? Where do you see yourself in two to three years? Are there any personal issues that may prevent you from accepting or performing in this position? Develop a list of questions to ask potential employers. Interviewers expect candidates to ask intelligent, thoughtful questions concerning the organization and the nature of the work. The nature and quality of your questions reveals your interest in the organization and the position you're seeking. Ensure your questions are employer-centered. Avoid self-centered questions that might indicate you are primarily interested in knowing about the benefits of the position. Potential questions should center on 1. Duties and responsibilities of the job 2. Possible mission changes in the organization 3. Chain of command or lines of responsibility 4. Unique requirements of the organization and 5. A typical day in the organization Finally, you need to practice, practice, practice Practice how you will get out of your car. Practice how you will walk into the room. Practice how you will answer questions. Practice how you will ask questions. Practice your nonverbals. Practice anything you think you will do before, during, or after the interview. This will make you more comfortable and confident, and it will help you perform better during the interview. If possible, have friends and family conduct mock interviews. Practice in front of a mirror if mock interviews are impossible or impractical. The bottom line here is practice, practice, practice. Listening skills. Listening during the interview is as essential to your success as talking openly and honestly about knowledge, skills, and abilities. Concentrate on what is being said and how it is said, rather than how you are doing. 
By listening to the interviewer's statements, comments, and questions, you gain a better understanding of the organization and what workplace would be like to work there. If you pay close attention, you can probably hear the questions behind the questions your interviewer asks. In other words, pay close attention and read between the lines for what is not being said in the interview, and you can probably pick up useful nuggets of information that can benefit you during the interview. For instance, if the interviewer continually asks you about your ability to develop and motivate teams, or seems to refer to getting teams to work better, you may pick up a possible team development issue within the organization. With this information, you can sell your ability to lead and motivate teams and possibly land yourself the job. The actual interview. As mentioned earlier, most will be interviewed in one of two ways, by phone or in person. If conducted by phone, the interview begins the moment you pick up the phone and ends once you hang up. On the other hand, personal interviews begin the moment you get out of your car and end when you drive out of the parking lot. Either way, the interview is the one best chance you have of selling yourself to any potential employer. Whether you interview by phone or in person, there are certain rules you should keep in mind. 1. Keep your answers concise, limited to about 2 to 3 minutes. 2. Provide specific examples of your skills and achievements. 3. Tie your strengths to the requirements of the job. 4. Ask questions. 5. Maintain a conversational tone throughout the interview. And 6. Keep important documents nearby, such as EPRs, resumes, letters of reference, etc. The phone interview. To some, the phone interview may seem less important than a personal interview because the interview is conducted from different locations and removed from direct observation of the interviewer. However, in many aspects, the phone interview is more difficult than a personal interview. For instance, in a personal interview, you can usually gauge how the interview is going by paying attention to the interviewer's nonverbals. On the other hand, with a phone interview, there are no visual cues to tell you how you're doing. Therefore, there are some areas you will have to pay close attention to if you want to successfully navigate through a phone interview. Here are a few tips to help you succeed. Smile during your interview, just as you would in a personal interview. While hiding behind a phone allows you to disguise your body language, there is no way you can disguise your vocal cues due to nonverbals. Smiling during a phone interview keeps you energetic and helps project enthusiasm. Keep a mirror in front of you during the interview. This allows you to see your own expressions and will help to ensure you are smiling and paying attention to your body language. Just because the interviewer can't see you doesn't mean he or she is not listening for details of your nonverbal responses during the interview. A mirror also ensures you conduct yourself in much the same way you would in a personal interview. You would not put your feet on a desk during a personal interview, would you? Of course not. So keep your feet off your desk during a phone interview. Believe it or not, your body posture naturally reflects in your voice. If your posture is slacking while you're on the phone, you can bet your vocal tone will convey that. Keeping a mirror in front of you will help you focus on your body language and nonverbal responses. Know when to speak and then when to stop. 
In a personal interview, you can usually tell from the interviewer's nonverbals when you need to wrap up an answer or move on. Phone interviews are often filled with long, silent pauses. Do not feel that you need to fill that dead space with conversation. Pay close attention to the tone of the interviewer's voice and know when to stop talking and move on. Develop notes for telephone interviews. These notes should include a list of your strengths and weaknesses and how your skills match organizational needs. Develop a list of potential questions employers might ask, along with possible responses. Practice delivering responses so that you'll be ready to give polished answers in a clear, confident tone. Do not memorize canned answers, since they are likely to sound canned over the phone. Instead, use the script to trigger appropriate responses that sound both spontaneous and energetic. Do not forget to ask questions. Questions for potential employers should be part of your script and should be kept readily available during the interview. Keep in mind, the real key to success in any interview is practice. The personal interview. In many cases, personal interviews begin the moment you get out of your car and do not end until you drive away. Many prospective employers will observe you as you walk from your car to the front door of the building or office. Others will purposefully let you sit in the waiting area for 10 to 20 minutes. All of this is designed to create tension and provide the employer an opportunity to observe your bearing before the actual interview begins. We cannot overstate that you are on the interviewing clock even though you are not sitting in an interviewing room. In job interviews, potential employers judge you on how you look and act, not just on what you say. Your actions, mannerisms, and appearance are reflected in your body language. They give nonverbal information about your work-related skills, attitudes, and values. Research shows that 65% of meaning in any interaction is conveyed nonverbally. In many interviews, nonverbal cues are just as important as verbal information in determining who is hired. After all, each person the organization interviews is probably qualified for the job. Therefore, you want to appear more qualified than anyone else. Do not let your nonverbals cost you a job. The first thing required for the interview is to ensure you are wearing the proper uniform. You should get this information before the interview, but check before the interview to make sure. Your dress and appearance is the first nonverbal message you send to any employer, so ensure you are squared away and nothing is out of place. Offer a firm, but not too firm, warm, whole hand handshake. Shake hands with both men and women the same way. You would not give men and women different salutes, so do not offer them different handshakes. Practice your handshake before the interview. Make eye contact with the interviewers. Your eyes are the most powerful communication tools, and many interviewers use eye contact to determine enthusiasm, sincerity, and possible inconsistencies in your responses. If you use natural eye contact, the interview will become more like a conversation between acquaintances, and you'll get over some of your nervousness. Sit up straight, but not stiff and lean slightly forward towards the interviewer. As the interview progresses, you may want to mirror the body language of the interviewer. If the interviewer takes a more relaxed posture, then you should relax too, but not too much. If the interviewer is more formal, then you need to mirror that formal behavior. 
Use natural gestures. If you normally use your hands to gesture as you talk, do so during the interview. Gestures help you relax, convey enthusiasm, and release nervous energy. Be careful, though, to avoid nervous gestures such as drumming your fingers, playing with a pencil, jingling the change in your pocket, tapping your feet, etc. Speak clearly and evenly, not too fast, but not too slow. Expression is a powerful way to show enthusiasm. Do not speak in a monotone voice. Allow your volume to rise and fall and pronounce words clearly. Use good grammar and diction and always think before you speak. The interviewer will assess your communication skills based on how clearly you express yourself. Notice the nonverbal cues of the interviewer. His or her facial expression will let you know how well he or she is listening and may give you clues as to how you're doing. For instance, if the interviewer seems distracted or inattentive, you will need to shorten your answers, use examples, or ask questions. As the interview ends, take two to three minutes to summarize. This gives you a chance to end the interview on a positive note, convey your interest in the position, and sell yourself one more time. During the summary, recap one or two of the key points of the interview and restate how your experience and skills match those required for the position. Post-interview actions. Once the interview is complete, Two things will increase your chances of success and help you learn from your experience. First, send a short two to three paragraph thank you note to the organization for which you interviewed. The letter should be typed or handwritten and should express your gratitude for the interview opportunity. Restate your interest in the position and highlight any particularly noteworthy points made in your conversation or anything you wish to further clarify. This is also an opportunity to add anything you forgot or wish you had said in the interview. Close the letter by mentioning that you will call in a few days to inquire about the employer's decision. Always mail the letter within a day or two of the interview. The second thing is to make a few notes about the interview. Record some of the questions asked and how you answered them. Write down your strong and weak points from the interview. Make a list of what made the interview successful what you would change, and what you need to improve. These notes can be invaluable information for you to review and work on for future interviews. Interview Conclusion The job interview is the most important step in any job search process. Many airmen will undergo the rigors of an interview for special positions during the course of their careers. Understanding the purpose of the job interview and your role in successfully planning for and conducting a proper interview can greatly increase your chances of landing a coveted job in the Air Force.